0: Welcome to the Mind Care Podcast, where the mind, brain, and body meet. Here's your host, Glennis Previtor. Dr. Duncan is one of the world's leading performance scientists, with a passion for maximizing the potential of organizations, teams, and individuals. His innovative and holistic approach to performance management has enabled high performance teams to maximise performance in the diverse range of environments. Dr. Duncan has extensive experience in high performance sport and led the performance science teams that directly contribute to the drought breaking winning performance of the New South Wales State of Origin team in 2014 and 2018. The history making performance of the Western Sydney Wanderers FC winning the Asian Champions League in 2014, as well as making the grand final of the A League in 2016, and the Australian men's national football team, the Socceroos, that won the Asian Cup in 2015 and qualified for the World Cup in 2018. In 2019, Craig worked with the Iran national men's team at the Asian Cup where they made the semi finals. Dr. Duncan works extensively in the corporate environment, implementing a unique performance strategy that enhances the potential of employees, management, and founders. Dr. Duncan implements strategies and technologies developed at the highest level of performance, for example, professional sport, and now he's turned his attention to individualise this for each client. Dr. Duncan is also an accomplished speaker who presents regularly to teams and organizations on how to maximize potential. Welcome to Mindcare Podcast. It's great to have you, Craig. Oh,
1: hi, Gwyneth. Yeah, thank you very much for having me on.
0: Would you mind telling the listeners a little bit about yourself and the reasons why you're here at this moment in your life?
1: Oh, okay. Um, well, I, I first studied sports science uh, a number of years ago in the, in the early 90s and then went on and uh, did my doctorate in sports science. And then for the last 20, 25 years, I've, I've worked in professional sport and I've always had that interest in just maximising the potential of people to perform, and, and my area really has has been in sport. And so uh, I've been very fortunate to work with the Australian national soccer or football team, uh, the New South Wales State of Origin Rugby League team, uh, numerous teams in the national uh, soccer competition, teams overseas, the Iran national team uh, in soccer, and also teams in rugby league in Australia as well so a a whole broad range of professional teams and athletes and then I also have a lecturing position in sports science that I maintain you're turning your attention to the corporate sector yeah I have an interest in that and that that sort of came about in in 2013 I I had an incident with my own health where I injured myself and Injury sounds interesting, but basically I had a dissection of a coronary artery and the flow on effect of that was that I had multiple heart attacks over over the next few days and then was very lucky to survive and spent numerous weeks in intensive care. And from that perspective, I started to see that there was a real need for people other than athletes to be helped in respect to monitoring their ongoing health and enhancing their performance and to basically just grow with self-awareness. So that's where I turned my attention to doing some work in the corporate space uh, because I was doing corporate talks and then now we've sort of developed that a little bit further into corporate coaching and, and some other areas in respect to that, just to enhance the performance of people in that environment, just as we've enhanced the performance of people in the sporting environment.
0: So let's say uh, I'm someone in the corporate sector and mm-hmm. you're going to work with me to improve my performance performance what type of strategies do you use? Just briefly, I'm sure it's a huge, <laughs> huge <laughs> question to to answer. But
1: yeah. well, basically, I, I always start our process with an analysis phase, and that's that's the analysis of the organisation, the analysis of and the individuals in that organisation, because we're all different, and this is where a concept that I talk regularly about and I promote is self science. See. In self-science, I I really try and get people to understand themselves. There's so much information out there, Glynis, and I can go in and meet someone in a corporate environment and impose my uh, strategy on them, but it has to be collaborative and because you know you much better than I know you. And so that's what we work on. We analyse an an organisation, analyse individuals, and this, this takes uh, a significant amount of time because if we don't get this phase right, we'll never, ever be able to progress. And then we work from there with our monitoring strategies. Uh, the the other thing that's unique to what we do is rather than having once a year engagement surveys or, uh, you know, uh, other surveys that are very irregular, we advocate daily Monitoring and daily monitoring is is about people putting some very basic information into our application, and then from there they get their own performance score where they are in respect to their holistic performance index. We call it, and this is a a win-win situation. It's a win for them, Uh, so they can identify exactly where they are, and then we have some performance coaching areas for them to improve. And and for the organisation because happier employees, healthier employees uh, are far superior.
0: When you say daily analysing, are you analysing their body as well as the way that um, that they're thinking?
1: Yeah, well, in, yeah, in in our basic analysis structure, uh, the questions that we use are about physiological and psychological and the important components of that as well, like the sleep, how much do you sleep, how are you feeling psychologically, how are you, uh, how are you feeling from a fatigue perspective. But with our self-science concept, we've now been able to individualize this. So there might be certain areas for you that you would want to know about that you know are important for you at this stage in your life. And with our algorithms, they can adjust quite easily to whatever these questions are that we set up, and then we analyze it from that perspective. The other thing is we can do objective analysis through, you know, the technology is growing all the time through smartwatches and other devices, and this can all feed into our system. But the overall thing about this is is this concept of self-science, where what we call is that Basically, you're a, you're a student of you, and you really start to get to know yourself, to know your triggers, to know things that you need to do for you to be the best you.
0: So you're observing yourself. Ongoing. That's what
1: that's what we're trying to get to, mm-hmm. and uh, rather than let's take it take a you know a step back and think of. Uh, someone going to someone to get nutritional advice and they might have met them for five minutes and you do your, your small analysis and then you prescribe some sort of uh, nutritional strategy for that person. However, you know, you, if that was going to work, it would have worked before. Mm. So what we need to do is have you involved in that and, to make sure that it actually does work. It's the same with exercise. You might go to an expert for an exercise program. They write you out something and it might well be be very good. However, is it tailored to you? So I'm not saying don't use experts. I'm actually saying, yes, you do. But it needs to be collaborative rather than uh, just someone telling you what to what to do because you know you better than anyone else does. Mm.
0: There's a... A component of it, which is emotional intelligence is
1: yeah on yeah that
0: track, yeah, yeah, which means that through our own observations, you know or, or being mindful about what we're doing throughout the day and and somehow feeding this data back into one of your systems, we become even more mindful, therefore we can work out exactly what we need to change in order to become better at what we do and that will lead to a behavior change.
1: Absolutely, and knowing thyself is i think an absence of self-awareness has become is a growing issue in our in, in our environments and we just rush around very much and don't take stock of of where we're at the reflective processes have have gone we don't have or we think we do not have the time. So all I'm trying to do with what we do, it's not like big brother or anything like that overseeing you. And this is what I am very strong with the corporates about. It's not about you overseeing your workers in a negative sense. It's about being positive to, to enhance people's awareness of themselves, to know how best and what works for them. So we've got enormous amount of information available to us, so it's it's basically something, it's a really a mindset change for us to become more self-aware, and I actually think self-science should be taught from the very earliest age so we start getting in tune with self. Like just imagine, Glynis, how many times have we in our lives walked into a situation before we know it, we've lost our temper, and nothing's really happened. It's actually just something's ticked us off that day where any other day it wouldn't have happened. But if we were aware, maybe that's because we had a really bad sleep the night before. We've had a stressful situation where feeling overwhelmed. Well, without our work, what it does is just helps you identify that and have that reflection. So then you can go, okay, this is how I'm feeling. I'm about to go into this meeting. I need to adjust. So that's where our coaching comes in and it might be taking taking a few minutes out for some basic breathing exercises, if that works for you, or whatever works for you to get your mind into a situation where you know. But the biggest thing about it is I'm aware that I'm not in my optimal state at right this moment. Mm.
0: I have so many questions because it, it, it's <laughs> a, a really into, you know it, uh, interesting topic. So there's a couple of things that I need to ask you uh, to get your opinion is, why do you think we've lost our awareness?
1: Well, that's it's a difficult question for me to say, you know, to answer, but, but basically I think we are overcome with busyness and perceived busyness. Oh. We've got a lot more technology taking up the time, and I think people... Start to become afraid of the silence. And I advocate that if you give yourself time in that silence to have reflection, to keep a journal, uh, could be meditation, again, whatever works for you, but to have some time out to think about where, what are we, how are we coping, how are we doing, where do we want to get to, Uh, rather than just. Going everything 100 miles an hour. I think one of the fundamental problems with the human race is that we think life is going to go on forever. And one of the beauties of ha- what happened to me in 2013, I spent a couple of terrible nights thinking my life could be done. Mm. And I, I talk regularly about the deathbed scorecard because when I was in that situation, I was I don't think I was afraid of dying. What I was afraid of was obviously leaving my loved ones. But the harshest thing besides all that was the feeling that I hadn't done what I was meant to do. Mm. So I created this idea of the deathbed scorecard and advocate for people to write down just a few things that will be very important for you to be able to tick off to say I lived a good life and then reflect on that daily. So rather than waiting for that situation to happen if you actually look at that daily then you're going to be in a good space because then you can adjust if it's not where you want to be but i don't think people sometimes don't even take the time now to know exactly where they want to be what is important and uh that's why i think it's one of the issues with how we're living
0: it's a reflective work
1: yeah Yeah. and 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 that's why in recent times we actually wrote our own journal, and um, we we have a journal that's that's available, uh, the Hundred X Journal, and it, and it wasn't we, uh, a friend and I actually wrote it, pretty much for ourselves, and it was about this because I know, if I keep a journal, not only does it become a story of my life, which which historically will be good, it's. I'm at my best when I write these things down, get them out of my head, any concerns I have, plan for what's going to happen on that day did i did I get there did I not you know and 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 just work from there
0: There's something that uh you said a moment ago that perhaps we're afraid of silence. I find that interesting,
1: yes, it's. And I suppose I speak for myself and, and, you know, my whole concept of self-science is what I say might not be true for any other people, mm. but I put that out there. But this was – I've always been fascinated by the mind. And after I did my, my PhD in sports science, I studied psychology and then the last couple of years with you, uh, psychotherapy and, and hypnosis. And, and I found it fantastic for, for myself because in that state, and working that there is silence. And I found it very very good for myself. And meditation is silence as well. And just think how difficult people find it to meditate, to actually sit still and empty the mind. And I know I'm one because my mind's always racing 100 miles an hour. So sometimes in that silence, Yeah, it can be painful because that's maybe where you can really start to reflect that you're going down some tracks that you didn't really need to be going down or it's not in line with where you want to be.
0: So it's these – Attachments that we have to things in our life, and in those moments where there's silence, it gives us an opportunity. And the the word that's coming to my mind is detach, but it it's not really the word you know it doesn't mm-hmm. explain it all well, but I, very well. But I guess you understand what I mean. So if we form these attachments to busyness, for example, yeah, and then we're not busy, we're doing meditation or. Self hypnosis or whatever that works
1: for yeah. you as
0: an individual gives us the time to detach ourselves from everyday cares.
1: Absolutely, and and one of the best things that you can do is to actually take yourself out of you and look down on you, uh, if that makes sense. To look down on how things are going, and you can only do that if you're you're in a silent space.
0: Yeah, this even. Is- yeah i was going to say this meta awareness um
1: yes Mm. yeah because even like if if we think about all the people listening to this or all the people we speak to how many people have actually got a plan and got a got values i think we all have them these are important values for us but actually write them down having a mission having a vision for you we often think okay, mission, vision statements, you know, we work for an organisation that's got those. But I think it's very important we have a mission and vision and values for ourselves. And recently uh, I just updated mine and, it gee, it makes a difference because anything that I do now, I think, okay, is this in line with our values? And is this in line with how I want to live my life? But if we don't have and take the time to do that, then we we're, we're like going on a trip with a with a map that's all wrong, so we're not going to go in the right direction mm.
0: you're using something that we walk around with every single day of our lives, and you were saying things like watches and you know the phone to sort of mm. you know, load the data in and become more re- reflective mm. that is thats I think that's really smart. <laughs> what we tend to do is to become absorbed into. Maybe Facebook or maybe replying to texts and emails, but we're just simply responding, and that's it. So we're using the same things that we have in our world that we're using every single day to create a different way of using it.
1: Yeah, and and the thing is, with our, our system, we can we can actually monitor any anyone wherever they are in the world. So we did this in with sport and. You know, at any one time, we would have thousands of athletes and and all the corners of the globe, and yeah, it's it's quite simple. And and you know, people sometimes say to me, "Oh, it's going to take a minute out of my day to put this information in," but I think we're spending much more time doing some other things on our on our phone. So a minute in this respect, if you really understand and People make it understood that this is going to be lead to a better you.
0: Where are you taking this? Is this something that is current that you're using every day? Is it in development?
1: Yeah, look, we. I mean, it's it's probably through the development stage, uh, and we're you know we've pilot, you know we we've worked extensively with it in sport for for a decade, and then you know we've piloted in corporate with really good results recently. And then we'll probably look to see, okay, how, and, and actually I'm working with some individuals on it as well and everywhere it's been positive. So it's a matter of will that become available for individuals or will it be organizations? And they're just things that we'll look at. I mean, my, my main thing, you know, Glennis is, is I just, I'm fascinated by human performance. I have always been interested in the potential that every human has. And if any way I can enhance or help that, then that's that's important for me. Mm-hmm. And I think that every person at the end of life is going to be able to look in the mirror. If they can look in the mirror and say, I, I lived a good life i got the very most out of myself and I, I did my very very best then then that's fantastic and look it doesn't matter if yesterday that i didn't get the very best out of myself at least i'm on a path that that's what i'm trying to trying to get to uh it's not a, and, a, and it's not about you know if things don't work out a, on on a day then then that's okay, and it's okay not to be happy about that. But at least we've got some direction, which way we're way we're going. And if I can help people in that regard, then that's that's uh, a very important to me.
0: And it's honest. You're being honest with yourself. That's growth in itself, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I mean that's you know uh, one of the things that we also are very good at is fronting, isn't it? Trying to to put out this self that doesn't really exist where I think there comes a time now or comes a time in your life where just authenticity, just be you. And, and that's, that's so powerful. We're not perfect. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to do things, things that aren't great, but that's okay. We're, we're human. We're not perfect. And, uh, I think authenticity, being comfortable, in who you are is just so such a wonderful thing and then surrounding yourself with people that actually are comfortable with who you are is even maybe more important
0: the self-science fascinates me. this phrase that you said knowing thyself i just thought that was fantastic because that's something that i use often in my own kind of world and my own sort of thinking and Mm. also emotional intelligence i have a bit of an interest in that as well and what that means to the individual as opposed to academics I've been very much involved in you know different work experiences and it's about the performance you know generating the sale getting Mm -hmm. the clients um, all of that but it is really tiresome if you don't understand where you're coming from your values Am I doing yeah. this because it's creating the almighty dollar, or am I doing it because I truly enjoy what I'm doing, and uh, and that's where the meaning lies.
1: Yeah. yeah, and if you can get both of them in the same yeah. in the same direction, then then you're in a really good good state. I suppose what's recently happening, and look, I'll say this: um, only a couple of weeks ago, I did the intensive week with you, and. Uh, and you've been kind to me over the last couple of years because it's taken me a little while to finish uh, because of all the travel and work. But the intensive week really had a profound effect on me. And you've got to think with hypnosis and sometimes the reputation hypnosis has in the wider community, and I, I come from a very scientific background, but I found this Interesting from the start, and the more I studied it, I saw that this had a place, and the intensive week just confirmed that to me because I just thought it was fantastic. Uh, I, I thought it was fantastic how you conducted it, and in actual fact, being in that situation myself and undergoing it, uh, I, I I was able to get to a state where I hadn't felt, I suppose, that relaxed and that calm. Uh, I wouldn't know when, so it it has been a really positive experience, and and I'm actually a real advocate of it, and um, it's that which is interesting because I've got a lot of science buddies that think, oh, great, what are you what are you going to do? You're going to you know come and hypnotise me and turn me into a chicken, you know that that sort of thing as they as they do, but I I actually can see such value in it for so many so many people so i think it's um, uh, and there again lies uh we have a variety of psychological mechanisms that we can use or uh, strategies or methods well you've got to use one that's right for you mm. not not right not one that's right for the person and if you go go for therapy and they only have one hammer that's that's very different. If you've got different tools in your toolbox, it's going to always be be more positive because we are so different as humans. The uniqueness of each individual, I don't think, is is fully understood. And uh, so, I, I think in the last couple of weeks, that's probably impacted me the the most. That week we we did the did the course. Yeah. That's really positive. Thanks for that. Yeah, it's good, yeah, mm. and also I think what was what even made it better was just your how your I suppose even skeptic nature of hypnosis. You were you know being upfront and honest where you thought were positives and what it could do. I think just made it all all better. So it was it was very good.
0: Yes, being realistic with the therapy. I think it's important if it's, you know, if you use it as a therapy for whatever you use hypnosis <clears> for, yeah. 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 So what uh, does your future look like?
1: Ah, my future. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a very optimistic person. so I, I, I'm very, very fortunate in my life. I, I have, uh, yeah, I have a, a, a very great life. I have a, a great family and i get to do what i want to do and but the the thing is i've got to stay in tune with myself because i can go off the rails as well and get overcome with busyness taking on too much so my future is very much as i advocate being a really good self-scientist knowing what makes craig duncan get to where he wants to go being really clear in my values, uh, my mission and my vision, and then following that path to, to live a, a positive life. And so ultimately I can be at the end of whenever that comes and it could come tomorrow, my end of life, that I can sit there and, and be comfortable with how I how I lived. Mm. It's a
0: really
1: lovely vision. Mm. Yeah, it's – and I – i mean one of the the values that we have is about impacting for better and that's why i i think that the corporate or or just the everyday space where you if you go and visit a lot of people in that corporate environment they're overwhelmed they're overstressed they're not happy and if we think that we spend a third of our life working or a third of our week working, if you look at it from an hour's perspective, probably you're spending a lot of more time with work on your mind or travelling to work, then we really want to make it a positive experience, and I do believe it can be. It's just a matter I think there needs to be change in respect to how organisations operate. And then we can change our own attitude as well, wherever we are. Mm. And often I get spoken to about the culture of a workplace and team culture. My view of that is it has to start with individual culture, that if an individual is positive and is in a really good space, then they're going to be a great member of a team and then we can work on the team culture. And then ultimately we get to that level of performance that we you know, really need to be from an organization perspective. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a lot of work to do in the corporate area. I think it's open for change and the wise organizations will really look at this whole area uh, differently and, and look for a positive impact
0: anybody who's listening if they wanted to contact you what is the best way to contact you
1: you can contact me I'll give you directly my email my personal email which okay. is drcraigduncan at gmail.com but also my uh, personal uh, on social media which is just at Dr. Craig and you know, through Instagram, message me at, or anything. Uh, I'm always open to to helping. And um, we also have a community, which is the uh, which can be found on the net, which is just a hundred x one hundred the number x coach and that's a that's a really a good place because we have a community that just basically is about maximizing your potential and if you you know if anyone's interested in our our sport or our corporate work our, our company is performance intelligence agency so that's just www.performanceia.com.au okay. but i know i know i've given you a few there but you know if you just you just want to touch base with me just just send me an email and um, I'm always always happy to to help in any way I can.
0: Yeah, I'll pop that up on the show notes that'll be on, mm. on mindcarepodcast.com. Oh, I've also
1: goodness I've also got my own podcast. Oh, I forget that.
0: No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: it's just the uh, Dr. Craig Duncan podcast. And they're only a few minutes long. They're about four or five minutes. It's not as good as yours, but um, they're they're just me just just talking about things that come up, and that's available wherever people listen to podcasts. And there's about there's over eighty episodes now, oh, so okay. it's on it's on everything um, that filters into my mind on any given day.
0: <laughs> Great, that's really good. So I'll, yeah. I'll put that up too because. Um, podcasts are very popular very, mm, a good way yeah. to learn
1: um, yeah so it's uh, yeah so that's that's an enjoy that's a, something enjoyable for me as well
0: yeah yeah <laughs> mm. and is there anything else you would like to discuss before we close off
1: no i just think the the whole concept of self-science wherever you are and wherever you're listening to this just start to think i can help you with a, a framework a very basic framework if you just email me, but just start to really take the time to know you and to become collaborative in decisions that are made for you and whether experts are doing that or – but you know you better than anyone does. Start to work on that and I think you are going to really – that's going to go a long way to helping you to maximize your your potential and i'll be writing more about that as as time goes on glennis anyway but the whole self science concept i think has has great value mm. and uh, yeah so in any time please please contact me if you if you need anything ah thank
0: you well mm. thanks very much dr craig duncan for being mm. part of the mind care podcast
1: Thank you for having me, and thank you for everything that you've you've done for me. And I, I highly recommend the your uh, the training college. It's just been been a really great experience.
0: Thank you, thank you very much. If you'd like more information, then go to the Blind Care Podcast website. We'll also tell you about our next guest.